The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Tonight, the Atlanta Hawks took on the Milwaukee Bucks, the world champion Milwaukee Bucks. And um, quiet as it's kept, the Hawks are two and zero against the Bucks this season. Yes, you know what I'm saying it's crazy, especially if you're you're just talking about the Hawks just losing to Detroit, and uh, the N- the NBA season is kind of crazy like that, right? It's kind of crazy like that. But um, yeah, the Hawks lose tonight, heartbreaker against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, as most games are with the Hawks, it was a tale of two halves. Um, they just dug themselves into a hole in that first half. Um, they dug themselves a hole in that first half, and they just could not climb out of it. And that's one thing you cannot do against the uh, against the champs, man. Until until otherwise noted, they are the champs, and uh, you can't spot them points and a half. You know, more times than not, they're going to take care of business. They're going to take care of business. Um, we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about all the ins, the outs. We're going to look at a few of the numbers. I'm not going to keep you long tonight. I promise, man. I'm not going to keep you long. I'm uh, just going to talk a little bit about what we saw tonight. We're going to look at some of the numbers. I'm going to pose some questions to you, and uh, then I'm going to get out of your way. But the Atlanta Hawks, I'm sorry, the Hawks Week Podcast is presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. Uh, we appreciate being part of the family. And, uh, yeah, make sure you show them some love. So, uh, first things first, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping. A big part of what we do is 
on the social media front. So make sure you connect with us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at HawksBeat. Give us a tweet. Give us a follow. Give us a like. And uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Let us know what you like about the show. And while you're doing all that, make sure you swing by and subscribe to the podcast. And uh, give us five stars while you're at it. And that would really help us out in the podcast community. So, um I think we got all that out the way, man. Um, going into the game, the the, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks were four and a half point favorites, and um, I think that was a fair number because M- Milwaukee was coming off a game the previous night. So you like playing games, uh, you like playing teams on the second night of a back to back because hopefully their legs get a little tired in the second half. And uh, I I think the second half they weren't as crisp. Talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Second half, they weren't as crisp as they were the first half. First half, they were just doing what they wanted to do. Just doing what they wanted to do. Going in the paint, going around the paint, living in the paint, going in the paint, passing out of the paint, doing whatever they wanted to do. And um, it was just too much too soon for the Hawks. Um, I got to be honest, I, I liked what I saw from the Hawks in the second half as far as the fight. But let me, uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Before we go any further, let, let, and if you're a new listener, again, thank you for checking us out. Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your man, E-Dub. I'm going to keep it real. Brief background of me. I pull for the Hawks, but this podcast is not one coming from a a Hawks fan. I don't live and die with the Hawks like a true fan does. I'm going to sleep good tonight. You know what I mean? Like, I know in some of y'all that ride for the Hawks, you, this one hurts, you know? And and I get it. I get it, right? And so, you know, I'm not clowning or nothing. I appreciate the fans. That's why I have a segment in the podcast that I call Fan Feedback because I love getting uh, responses from the fans. But here's the thing. You want me to tell you what you want to hear or you want me to tell the truth? Right? You want me to tell you what you want to hear, or you want me to tell you the truth? Because I'm here going to tell you the truth. And you may not like it. It may not always look good. may not always smell good. may not always t- uh, taste good. But it's going to be the truth. It's going to be the truth. Um, I want to pose a question to you. And if you're listening, hit us up on Twitter. Let me know what you think. At any point in tonight's game, at any point, if you watch tonight's game, any no, we'll just we'll, we'll just talk about tonight. At any point in tonight's game, did you believe that the Hawks were going to get more stops than the Milwaukee Bucks? Let me ask you that. At, at any point while you're watching the game, even while while the Hawks were going on a run, was there any was there any time where you thought to yourself, the Hawks about to make a run? And they're going to get more stops than the Milwaukee Bucks. Because I'll tell you what the answer is for me. It's a no. I never had a feeling that the Hawks were going to win this game. I just didn't. They cut the lead down to five a couple times. Cut it down to seven. Cut it down. You know, cut it down or whatever. But I never had the idea or never had the thought that the Hawks were going to win this game. They just weren't going to get us. They were, they were not going to get the stops they needed. 
And, of course, the TV broadcast, they have to be positive. They have to spin it in a positive light. They're going to show the good offensive things that the Hawks did. They're going to show, you know, Trey with another double-double. You know, it's going to go into the record books again probably for whatever, whatever. Um, DeAndre Hunter had a good game, 17 points. Uh, you had a Congo go for 13. You know, th- there are measurables here that are de- that, that you could deem um, good. Hawks offensively are a good team. Even on nights they lose, they're a good team. Right? That's fact. But when it comes to the other side of the ball, when it comes to imposing your will on somebody from a defensive standpoint to say, you know what, you are not going to score, and if you do score, you're going to have a bloody lip. That's not who this Hawks team is. They want to outgun you. They want to outshoot you. They're not going to lock you down. And that's just who this team is. That's just who this team is. Um, Let's get into this game flow. So I guess it is safe to say that Giannis got off to a pretty hot start. <laughs> yes, it was very clearly, it was very clear early on that Giannis was here to get these buckets, man. He was here to get these buckets. And buckets was what he got. <laughs> 17 points in the first quarter um, in nine minutes. Six to nine shooting, one to three from the three-point land. 4-6 from the free throw line. 17 points, 4 assists was the stat line for one Mr. Giannis under the Kempo. Uh, as the Hawks went, I mean, as the Bucks went on to outscore the Hawks 37-26. to um, The Hawks, they, they came out and they kind of struggled a little bit. You know what I'm saying? John Collins did not have a good night. Uh, he was 0 for 4 in that first quarter. And um, I think he would actually finish the game uh, 0 for 9. So I don't know if something was ailing him. I don't know if he just, you know, I don't know what the case was with John. Maybe it was just, it just wasn't one of his nights. And sometimes that happens in the NBA. Um, am I going to put a referendum on John and the fact that, oh, man, he shouldn't have got paid? Like, I don't do that. I don't do it. If you listen to, if you if you new here, I don't get down like that. I, every game is not a referendum on some guy's money. You know what I mean? Guys get this money, they only have a short time to play, so they got to make as much money as they can. And I don't have a problem with that. Cut the check. <laughs> Cut the check. Uh, Trey doesn't really. He 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 has two points and four assists in that first quarter. Um, kind of feeling things out. I thought he was kind of. Uh, it didn't seem like the usual trip. I mean, yeah, he got his four dimes there, but something just seemed a little off. From from like a team standpoint, I'm not saying just Trey, everybody, like to a man, like they're, I didn't like their body language. They went on a couple runs tonight, and they had a couple chances to cut the lead down, but I just, I didn't like the body language as a whole. Like, you know, they were just like, it was almost like, y'all think y'all can win? Do y'all think y'all can win? But, um, yeah. Second quarter, it was kind of much of the same. Um, the Hawks kind of start to stabilize a little bit from their shooting standpoint, and that's always going to keep them in the game. Their shooting is always going to keep them in the game. But the difference is shooting is going to keep you in the game, but 
in order to win the game, you're going to have to start getting some stops. You're going to have to start getting some stops, man. It's, it's plain as day. And while the offensive numbers look good, the defense, I mean, while the offensive numbers look good, the offense for the other team has always just seemed to look better. It just always seems to look better. Hawks shoot 45% from the free throw, I mean, from the field in the second quarter. The Bucks shoot 52. Hawks shoot 36% from the from the three-point line. The Bucks shoot 45. Like having a good offense doesn't mean a damn thing if you can't get no stops. I can stop the pod right now. Let me say this again for those in the cheap sheets and the cheap seats in the back. Having a good offense doesn't mean a damn thing if you ain't gonna be out here getting those stops. You gotta get some stops. And y'all ain't getting enough stops. You're not getting enough stops. Bucks I scored the Hawks 31 to 28 in that quarter. Um Chris Middleton kind of goes off a little bit. And here's the crazy thing. Hawks let Bobby Portis go off. Right? Like, out of all the cats to let burn you. Like, Bobby Portis? And no shade to Bobby Portis. But Bobby Portis is Bobby Portis. Right? Right? I mean, he's Bobby Portis. No disrespect. But Bobby Portis was the high man in that quarter. He had 14 points. And four assists. Knocked down four three-pointers. <laughs> it's crazy. How y'all let Bobby cook y'all like that? Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Now, I will say this, though. Bobby Portis is listed as a center. Um, if he is a center, he's very undersized. But, I mean, what is a center nowadays? Right? Sometimes Braun and Draymond play center. Are they traditional centers? Absolutely not. So I think where the disconnect is, Bobby Portis is playing center. Who they got guarding Bobby Portis? Probably Clint Capella. He's not going to jump out there to the three-point line and stick Bobby Portis. He's not going to do it. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a matchup problem, right? So if you flip-flop, if you put Portis... I mean, if you put John on, on Portis, then that's probably a better matchup defensively. But then you got Giannis, you got Clint Capella guarding Giannis onto Decupo. That's not something you want. It's not something you want, man. So going into the half, the Hawks dug themselves a 14-point hole. A 14-point hole. You cannot spot the... Milwaukee Bucks, 14 points. And think you're going to get away with it. And think you're going to get away with it. Now, I will tell you this. Again, like I said before, I thought the second half, this team showed a little bit of a fight. They showed a little resiliency. Um, But at the end of the day, they were not going to get more stops than the Bucks. They just weren't going to do it. You're just not going to get more stops than the Bucks. And that's unfortunate because they did show a lot of heart in that second half. Third quarter comes up, and, you know, that's typically the Trey Young quarter, as I like to say all the time. But, you know, Trey played the full 12 minutes. I mean, the full 12 minutes in the third, and I thought he was a difference maker. 
He was a difference maker. 12 points and 3 assists in the quarter. But um, it was just kind of too much Giannis. Right? It was kind of too much Giannis. Giannis goes to 12 himself. And the Hawks actually win the third quarter. But um, they just didn't have enough juice in that final stanza. So you're going into the fourth quarter, 86 to 93. The um, the Milwaukee Bucks have a seven-point lead. And seven is manageable, right? Like, seven is manageable. But got to start the first, the fourth quarter without Trey. So um, as time would have it, fourth quarter comes along. And Trey comes in about the eight-minute mark, as, you, as he usually does. Um, and when he, when, when he, when he's out there, the offense is mad efficient, mad efficient, but, uh, wasn't so the case tonight. I mean, they just didn't have it defensively and they didn't, they weren't able to, uh, score enough points, you know, (laughs) um, John Collins was out the whole fourth quarter. He didn't play the whole fourth quarter. Um, Let's see who nobody really had it going in the fourth for, for the Hawks. I mean, Trey was leading score. He had eight on two of three shooting, which was kind of awkward. Like I, I I would like just looking back on it in the fourth quarter. I think that like, why do you only take three shots? I got to go back and look at the film. But um, the fact that he only took three shots in the fourth quarter, I'm not sure what that says. I would have to go back and look at it and see what the situation was. But hey, bro. You come in that eight minute mark, you gotta let that thing fly. Ain't nobody worried about them assist. <laughs> you get to that cup, you got to score, you got to shoot, do what you got to do, man. You know. But um, Hawks lose the quarter twenty nine to thirty one, which makes the final stanza one twenty four to one fifteen. Uh, Trey Young was the high man for the Hawks, twenty seven points and eleven assists. Two guys off the bench that um, that scored in double figures. Gallinari and Big O. And um, there you have it, man. Hawks let go of another, well, not necessarily a tremendous opportunity because, you know, um, the Milwaukee Bucks are a better team. They do everything better than the Hawks for the most part. So, you know, tonight was a game that you kind of needed to get. All their games are like must-wins, right? So let's get that out the way. They're all must-wins, but... Tonight, um, again, you didn't take care of business, especially when you have Charlotte um, behind you and they didn't take care of business either. So you were kind of gifted tonight. You were kind of gifted tonight, right? So um, you just got to move on, man. You just got to move on. Um, Next up for the Hawks is, let's see, today is the Friday night game against the Clippers. Uh, A very good Clippers team. Is going to come in here, and we'll see if the Hawks can protect home court. Um, State Farm Arena has been a tough place for teams to play. The Clippers are. Oh, I thought they were doing better than that. They're thirty-four and thirty-three, so they're just barely over five hundred. Um, yeah, I really thought that they were doing better than that. <laughs> They've won seven out of their last ten. Uh, they are on a two-game losing streak, but um, that's what it was. I mean, that's what it is. Um, as far as the Hawks are concerned, they are the number 10 seed in the East. Um, unable to take advantage of the Charlotte loss. 
Uh, the Hawks are now 31 and 34, which is good for 10th in the East, uh, right behind Charlotte and right behind Brooklyn. So you got Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta all hovering around that close to 500 Mendoza line. So um, you got to do a little scoreboard watching every night, man, if you're a Hawks fan. Got to do a little scoreboard watching. Um, the top, uh, so the play-in right now looks like this. You got Toronto, Brooklyn, 7-8, Charlotte, and Atlanta at the 9-10. and 10. The top six in the East right now as it is currently constructed. Um, I think there's still some games going on, but uh, Milwaukee's at number one. Um, with the win tonight, Milwaukee catapults into the second spot. Uh, Philly is third, Chicago fourth, Boston fifth, and Cleveland is six. Now, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of movement with that, but um, that's what the setting, that's what the standings are uh, right now as we speak. So, uh, just going to kind of breeze through the fan feedback segment. Um, wasn't a lot of fan feedback. Folks was mad tonight. So, I'm going to just <laughs> real quick just read what somebody wrote. Uh, Jake Callens on Twitter said the Hawks need to grow up. Every game matters. Trying to turn it on and off depending on the opponent is whack. It's crazy that he says that because it's not the first time I've heard somebody say that, right? Um, a lot of people just talk about, oh, the Hawks only want to get up for games on TNT or games in Madison Square Garden. Nah, brother, y'all got to get up for all these games. <laughs> Are y'all going to be home watching the playoffs? That's exactly what you're going to do. But, um, yeah, so that is a little bit of fan feedback. Um, my final takeaways from tonight's game is simply this. It's got to be frustrating if you're a Hawks fan watching this Hawks team. Number one, they're very inconsistent. And number two, you really just want them to be tougher. You want them to be more physical. You want them to impose their wills on team. And I mean, we've seen it kind of done before in spurts and quarters, but you need to see it for four quarters. You need to see them lock down folks, put them hands on people. You know what I'm saying? And right now you're just not seeing it. One thing I did mention earlier, I'm sure most folks have seen it by now, uh, Nate McMilligan tossed, you know, sticking up for his, one of his players. And I will say this. The referee was boo, was boo-boo tonight. The refereeing was boo-boo. Um, I'm not one of those guys that's going to lay this at the hands of the referees. Um, I'm just, I just don't like to do that. But they was trash. Like, they was big-time trash. And, you know, they was just trash. So, I can say that without getting fined. And I'm sure Coach Nate feels the same way. I'm sure the players were were um, kind of uh, proud to see their coach stick up for them and get tossed. And Nate's a very mild-mannered guy. So for him to get up and excited and crazed like that, like you knew something had to be wrong. But them two calls on Giannis and DeAndre, that's a bunch of frag and naggle bull. That's a bunch of frag and naggle bull, man. So I ain't like that one bit. I ain't like that one bit. But um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I need to get to you guys before we get up out of here again the next game for the atlanta hawks is friday night when they take on the clippers now good thing for the hawks uh, they got some home games coming up so you got the clippers on friday you got the pacers on sunday you have the blazers on monday which are all three of these games are home games you go to charlotte on wednesday 
And uh, let's see. Then uh, you're back home against the Grizzlies on Friday. So you're playing some good teams, but you'll be home for uh, a good stretch of some of these games. And uh, we'll see if you can get some home cooking. You know, we'll see if you can get some home cooking. So um, tough night in the office for the Hawks, but you got to keep plugging. You got to keep playing because, you know, more games on the schedule. So like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and get to know him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.